hi, this is Fidelity Monkey, and this is the uh, 22nd of September. Uh, this podcast is from, it was recorded from last week, and I just wanted to give a little note from this week of, uh, before we begin, I'd like to give a short review of uh, Mega Man 9, which I, I just downloaded this morning for the Nintendo Wii. <clears throat> N- uh, Mega Man 9. Oh, you are hard. Play Galaxy Man first. Last time on Rocket Punt, one Wing Zero and one Philly Monkey were discussing the likes of God Mars and Spore. That's about it. And now we bring it to our current present time period, where they discuss other things. You got any more of that pie? Uh, oh, I finished mine. So, Rocket Punch, podcasting from the past. Past future. This past would be future. perhaps part Into two. the future. Because you did leave on it to be continued, Mark. Oh, yeah, boy, did I ever. So, uh, you're going to be hearing, this is new to you, but by the time it gets to you, it'll have been a week, which is kind of weird. I guess. You know, For them. For us, I'll, I'll be sitting here. It's like, I guess i got to put it up now. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be easy for you. But like, oh, thank God I didn't have to do that crappy podcast. Ooh. It's like, so, what may piss off some people is that this is probably going to be a short podcast. Which I have no problems doing for once in a while. It'll mix things up. Yeah, let the I'm, flow of things. We were sitting down. We were like, well, you know, we just did an anime. We could do a cartoon, but then we were like, you know, we haven't really seen too much. Lately. I've seen a lot of cartoons. It's that you haven't seen a lot of cartoons. That's the problem. I'm too one-sided. It's just all so video I, games and anime for so me. That, the one thing I really wanted to review was the '90s Spider-Man. <laughs> Cause it's so bad. We'll talk about it. Sure, let's go. For like, that can right we now. can we just make a quick discussion of it right it now? It can be as long as you it's want like, it to be. All right. I know a lot of people grew up with the 1990s Spider-Man, which was Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive Spider-Man. Man, that series went on forever. You didn't like it? No, no. It just went on for a long time. I kept on remembering waking up in early in the morning. I'm like, all right, new Spider-Man. Now, I wasn't a fan of this show when it came out as a kid. I don't know. It's not like I had good taste when I was a kid, because I watched Peanuts specials all the time. Yeah, as in Charlie Brown and the Peanuts. Yeah. And, uh, let's just say I wasn't a fan of, like, like there would be a shot of Spider-Man, and he'd be like, I gotta go get the serum. And then there'd be a CGI shot where Spider-Man's face would, like, whack you in the head. And oh, then, yeah, they would zoom in and then zoom out, and it would be a new scene, right? Yeah, and then it would be, like, Green Goblin walking to the room. It's like, I gotta get that serum! Ah, I'll put this bomb here! And then it'll just walk off, and suddenly an explosion will happen. All I remember is the hilarious censorship. Like, they couldn't say death or died or anything like that, and Spider-Man couldn't punch someone in the face, so they would always cut away when he would punch someone, and then you'd just see the guy flying. Or, you know, it's like, I thought you were dead? No, no. So he was like, I thought you were. Yes, I survived. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like bet, even as was, a kid, I realized was that. Was X-Men like this too? Because I didn't watch that. X-Men had some stuff like that, but it was animated by an Asian studio from what I gather. And it just had some awkward animation. Okay. Like I might put up a picture from my computer. Because there's like at least like I remember watching these these and they had terrible frame rates. Yeah. Do you do you remember that one uh, Japanese like animated intro they had? That, that one was time? way. That was way too nice. Yeah. Howl at the moon is what they what they screamed and. But know, the animation Japanese. is so nice. Otherwise, it's like hey, this could be how cool your show is. 
Too bad it's not. It's exactly like the uh, like the Mega Man cartoons from the early '90s, where it's like, oh wow, this intro is animated very well, and then oh wait, it's terrible now. It's a terrible show. Yeah, like they blew their entire budget just on the intro. Oh, I remember that stuff being pretty good, but I, I haven't don't. seen it in so long that I can't judge it. You know, like I, it's I think maybe merits. it's because I watch whenever I'm sick. Like I tend to just go to Toon Disney and watch because they have all these old marvel shows well like do they have the old super friends no no they uh, have uh oh but that's not marvel that's, that's not marvel, i'm sorry really. i'm sorry internet <laughs> that's uh because i don't have boomerang because my provider is a bunch of losers so i can't watch the super friends yeah I but only i can for a little while but i can watch i can watch the old spider-man along with spider-man and Iceman and Firewoman. Spider-Man and Friends? Yeah. Isn't that what that was? I've watched a couple episodes from that, and that's even worse. Because that's like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh. And this is like... I don't know how... This is just really like quick and ADD-like. Well, I'm going to say, I remember it as being good, but maybe I have or had had ADD at the time. You know, it was years ago. When did this air? This aired in 94. And I maybe like I get sick a lot. I'm actually sick right now, a little. I'm just recovering from a cold. Yeah. So if his voice sounds a little funny, you know why. It's like two weeks in a row. I've had a two-week cold. Yeah. Well, it's been a really it, strong cold. It does happen. I know. Um. I don't know. Uh. I really don't remember too much except for like the ending of uh, Spider-Man, where it's uh, Spider-Man met Stan Lee, and Stan Lee's all on his phone. It's like, hold on a second. I think I'm going crazy, and he sees Spider-Man. It's like. Hi, Stanley. I'm your creation Spider-Man. Would you like me to take you for a ride? It's like, oh, yes, Spider-Man. Yes, I would. And that's that says... Hold like, me in your arms, Spider-Man. <laughs> we will go web-slinging together. I know. I've always imagined it like that. It's like, wow, I never knew what it was actually like. And then he he's like, uh, he leaves him on top of a building, and, and what happens? It's like, I hope the Fantastic Four go over and catch me. Yeah, because he can't get off the building. End of series. They did have a sequel to that series, though. I remember them canceling it. It couldn't have they been more They canceled a lot of Spider-Man cartoons. I remember there was like a Spanish Hobgoblin. That's all I remember. Something like that. And then there was the just the the CGI one. I don't remember much of. Oh, you know you know what the plot synopsis of the second series was? I actually remember this. I guess because it aired later. You know. Um, all right. But I remember it was like Venom and Carnage were like on a spaceship because they're aliens and they went to another planet and Spider-Man hitched a ride and went to a bizarro planet where everything was opposite. That's what I remember. That was the that was the show? That was the sequel to the first animated series that we were talking about. And that sounds really stupid. And it did get canceled. So yeah, there you go. The MTV one, I remember not being terrible, but it was very it wasn't different. terrible. It just wasn't very... Spider-Man-ish? No. It would, like people would get killed a lot. Yeah, I remember it's like, oh, here's this electric guy. I guess I've learned a lesson about not killing people who become villains. And he and he killed someone like the very next episode. Yeah, yeah, that didn't last that long. That couldn't have been more than like thirteen episodes. No. Either. Uh, what other Spider-Man stuff did they do? Well, there's the there's a new one, which is surprisingly good. The amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. It's yeah. Got that like it's got that rock opening that poppy rock opening yeah but that's that's not that bad we know i like that, that show well you know what's good about that and isn't good about this the old that Spider-Man. it actually develops the characters to basically the the archetypes that they created for that like 
50 years ago. Oh, well, that's that's great. How many episodes is that? It's have now? 13 right now, but there's going to be a second season of 13 episodes. And this is only on uh, on like those. It's going to be on CW. It's on CW for kids, I think. Oh man, I have to go through that just to watch Spider-Man. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Maybe I'll force myself to watch it. You haven't watched much of it? I've seen like two episodes. It's really good. They've created a continuous plot within it. They've created a lot of plot elements, which is way too intelligent for the kind of target audience they have. Yeah, aren't most cartoons geared towards kids like very self-contained? Like here, I'll give you an it's example: Inspector Gadget. That's all self-contained. Well, it's much better nowadays. They're, I think that it's more like they're creating this for themselves than they're creating this for kids. You know, and what? I think that's the important thing. You know what I think it is? Is they're trying to like do more merchandising with that kind of stuff. Like you look at, uh, like they, I don't know if they. The longer they can keep it going, the more toys and stuff they can go. And the best way to do that is to create a giant story, isn't it? Well, you can do a giant story, but you can do self-contained stories, and it's not like you have to kill off other characters. It's just that it's just you can bring them back again. It's more. It's more like. Batman was self-contained stories. The right. animated series. Right, and those were great. And they still made, like, toys off of them, I guess. And Justice League Unlimited was, like, was... It had a loosely continually It had a loose continually. Once that continually hit, did that show get good? Man, that like, was really good. What was the story with that? There was, like, Justice League, um, uh, and then there was Unlimited, and then there was something else? That was it. It was Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And that was, apparently, all the self-contained continually continually that they've had between the Batman cartoon and the Superman cartoon. And then they led up to the to the uh to the new stuff. Well the new stuff isn't really I don't think it's in that universe. Yeah, cuz like Batman's kind of a dick in the in the un, in the uh new cartoons and unlimited and stuff like Are that. Are you talking Well, like, like I don't the, remember him being like that in his own cartoon. Well, it's not like he interacted with many superheroes in that his cartoon. But yeah. this is going to this whole frontier that i'm not really familiar with he's a loner he's probably not going to be able to really get along with the other superheroes and he's also the only guy without actual powers he's just rich and it's also that maybe he's a little more paranoid with the kind of people he's with yeah they did did you see the episode he, he pretty much like specifically said he's like listen all you guys got powers and you scare the crap out of me or was that green arrow both one of them, them one, yeah, them probably. Yeah, and they're like, both of you guys scare the, all you guys scare the crap out of me. You're in your stupid like spaceship floating around the planet with your giant laser beam, and you could kill anybody you wanted if you felt like it. Like well, touche. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. I need to go back and watch some of those. They're on the Glimmering, but I don't have that in Unlimited, especially because I didn't actually like Justice League that much. I thought it was kind of dull. They I, would make these, they would make these big one-hour stories. And they would do, like, a uh, uh, half-hour worth of story. Well, I don't know. They, they had a lot of specials, you know? They kind of had to drag it out. Well, no, no. I mean, like, every episode was literally a two-parter. Like, they were hour-long episodes. Well, sometimes, you know, they kind of needed to And then they, and they had two or three three-parters. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Like, you said they were trying to do story. How else are they going to do well, it without it being Well, the so problem is it felt like... The amount of story that they put into the Justice League episodes was as much as they could put into a half hour, and the and it's not like it would change much of the story. Mm. That's I, what I mean. I don't know. I remember they had that like Hawk Girl special that was like forever. The the, the finale. Was that the finale of the entire season? That yeah. Was, that was for regular Justice League, and then that led up into Unlimited, didn't it? Yes. I remember Unlimited being like, "Oh my God, there's just way too many superheroes in this cartoon." I thought they pulled it off very well. It's not like they used 
the superheroes as... Wait, wait, let me re-relate that. It's not as though that they made the con the concept of all these heroes... Like, they're, they're there, but they have their own affiliations with one another. Right. Well, weren't they just kind of, like, policing the planet? They're just helping people when they can? Yeah. And then there's, that's their bases floating around the Earth? Which is like... If I was working on that show and I was writing that, I would go crazy. Yeah, like, there's with, just too many with connections. all of that continu con continuity. You know what's funny is there was this uh, there was this one like Cheetah Woman villain, and they killed her off screen. But the part that they were supposed to do that got cut, so there was no explanation to what happened to her when it actually aired. And they're like, "Well, we wanted to kill was this, this character off." Was this unlimited? Huh? This was this was. It had it was one or the other. I'm not sure actually which, but I remember they killed off this character they were supposed to, but like I said, got cut off. And then they're like, "Well, she technically didn't die because we didn't show it happen, so we're just gonna bring her back because people like this character." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's that's great. I thought okay. that was kind of funny." And then uh, I remember there was just like a bunch of like they tried to fit as many superheroes and stuff from the comics as they could, so they would just randomly put in uh, people like in the backgrounds, just like walking by and stuff. <laughs> so you know that that had a lot of cameo stuff. All right, um, is there any other super? I think we're just going into superhero cartoons. Superhero cartoons are fine. That Superman like, stuff was great. Well, the the '90s stuff or the Fleischer stuff. Uh, the stuff from the '90s. It was done by the Batman people. Yeah, that's great. That's very good. I remember uh, there was that one episode was really goofy with that one guy from another dimension where you have to say his name backwards to make him disappear. That was and, uh, McKipsey's tip. Uh, something like that and the whole episode yeah and the whole episode was just Superman kind of like half-assedly getting him to disappear for another month it's like I oh it's McKipsey's it's McKipsey's it's not McKipsey's oh fuck it's this ah nuts and he was voiced by Gilbert Godfrey which was just like perfect like he he did this one thing where he was uh he turned into a missile so he's following Superman and Superman did all these loops to make him spell out his name in the air same episode i'm like that's freaking awesome like that was like in terms of episodes of superman there's that there's the late clark kent where it looks like clark kent dies right and where eventually the ending is is that someone that's being sent to the someone that's being sentenced to death finds out clark kent is superman oh snap. just as he's being killed that sucks yeah what was i going to say didn't they do like a doomsday special with superman recently um was that doomsday? done by the Was that done by the same guys? Because I remember seeing a commercial for oh, that, and I never movie. looked into it. Yeah, I've seen the movie. What's that movie like? The movie it's PG thirteen. It's basically its own con continuity. Right. All the voices are different. The designs are changed somewhat. Mm -hmm. It's good, actually. It's surprisingly good. Now I haven't read a lot of comics, but I remember that being based off the death of Superman. It's, and that was a big deal you in see, the comic book in industry. In high school, I read that, and I was very confused because. There was all this other continuity that was going into it with all these heroes I'd never heard of. Like, there's... Before we they even get to the fight with Doomsday and Superman, there's, right. there's like, this plot, like, what, you're a robot from another planet? Like, that's right. What? Where did I get into? And then there's Supergirl making out with with uh, Lex Luthor. Oh, man. Who, and then Supergirl turns into a blob. What? And I don't understand... I didn't, like... Can't they just kill Superman off already? It's like, isn't that the whole point of this? This charade is what? Then they just want to kill off Superman for a little while. But yeah, see, that's the great thing about comics—you just skip to the end if you don't like what you're reading. I it's know. Like obviously, it's he's just, gonna be dead by the I end. I like reading things in full, 
even yeah. if it's something I don't understand. It's like, well, Superman's gonna die eventually, and the time he did die, pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty crazy though. Wasn't who was Doomsday? I remember he was just like this spiky rock monster. He was just um, hell, I don't even remember. He I was don't just know. that maybe he was someone, made out of someone that could easily kill Superman. That's Pro- the whole, that was the point of him. He's probably made out of kryptonite, which is like the 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 explanation for anything that screws up. You yeah, know, Superman. And it was pretty good. So, I give I give the movie a thumbs up. Now they also did. I remember I was at Best Buy and they did all this like really 1950s golden age. Or the Silver Age stuff, yeah. No, it's it's a recent comic. I have no idea what it's about though, mm. but I've heard it's good. Well, it's like I've heard it's good. I've heard, but it's... I don't know much about it because we're too busy playing video games and watching cartoons. Well, and I've anime. got homework. Yeah, well, I don't know about you. I'm too busy. I have no excuse. I guess <laughs> I really don't. It's like for once in my life, I got an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Recommend me some stuff or something. Send me an email. I'll give you my textbooks. What? Then I'll take care of the recommendations. Uh, you know what? I think I'll just leave that to you. Okay. Okay, so I guess that's all the superhero stuff I uh, can think Is there of. any other... There's the MTV stuff they did. What MTV stuff? Like, there was the head and the max. Oh, wait. Uh, what, the max? I remember that being really screwed up and as And that's a based on the comic. Yeah, I remember that being so messed up. I don't even remember that. That was during that whole, like, Aeon Flux... You know where thing period. where yeah where every where there were just like five cartoons on uh, MTV. I'm like I'm a kid. Cartoons. This is great. Oh my god. What the hell is this? Oh god. Why does that guy have a giant head? Why is there an alien living in the head? Yeah. Oh god. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat some more Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah. It was like watching a train wreck. You just kind of had to. It was, at the time. but it the it was like a 13 episode uh, miniseries, and it. I guess I remember it being good, but it's just one of those things that I have to go back and watch. Yeah, all I remember from the Max is there was some girl, and maybe there was the there was the Max, and he was like a hobo monster, and like a bunch of like psychological stuff. Oh, and then there's the HBO Spawn series. I don't remember seeing. I've that. watched a little of it. It's well, I guess I've never read much of Spawn, so like I've never even touched Spawn outside of Soul Calibur Two and the Dreamcast game that was actually pretty good. So it it was good. It was kind of dull, the TV show, mm-hmm. but like, but it had very nice animation. It's kind of hard to market Spawn as a cartoon. It was know? an HBO cartoon. Well, yeah. Well, if it's HBO, they they know where their market is, but you can't really market Spawn towards kids. All right. So enough filler. Enough filler. On to the Earthbound. Earthbound, a game where you go whack, you go smash. That's what you go. All right. Is that all you do? Hmm? Or is there some kind of plot here? Oh, well, I don't know. Earthbound, I guess there's some kind of kid who goes and investigates a meteor, and then uh, some kind of fly comes out of it. And you gotta save the world, right? Yeah. It's like, you gotta save the world, you gotta get these artifacts, and maybe some people will join you on the way. Also, you have your dog. Yeah, and your dog just kind of disappears. Like, once you, like from using him once, the dog's like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> this is too real for me. Oh, man, that game, it's so stereotypical for how it's done. It's just basically Dragon Warrior, but it's in a modern environment, and it's got such good writing, and that's why it's good. Exactly. This is... mm, If Dragon Warrior was, like, the stereotype that most games base itself on, Earthbound is is this amazing skewer that they've pulled out out of it. Right, like, um... They give you... It's just, like, really quirky. That's like really the, the only way... Like, huh? they give you an item. They give you a, a lure 
a ruler that you like do you use it in anything i don't remember if you do i know there's pencil shaped uh statues later in the game that you have to get rid of but i think you use the eraser on that not the ruler so basically you have a ruler and base and if you use it in battle basically it says ness knows how to measure measure small things now oh yeah the new age retro hippies also use rulers it gives you a free turn cool yeah, oh man, so, you know what's cool about this is all of the enemies, they're, it's just like you get to beat up hippies, old ladies, dogs, uh, crows, snakes. It's a strange game. Well, it's set in modern times, what is a kid gonna beat up on? I mean, really, Touché. you're not, not going to fight a dragon, this is the kind of stuff that they had to throw at it. So, it's not as though there's, there's not much of a plot because most of this is, this is very strange. And I don't. I guess obviously they knew that wasn't what they were going for. They were going for this strange little world that they had made. It's just supposed to surprise you all the time, which is cool, you know. Like they've got lots of references. Like there's Mr. T is a non-playable character that you and can the see Blues wandering. Brothers. And yeah, well the Blues. Yeah, basically the Blues Brothers from uh, you know the movie Blues Brothers. Uh, let me think. What else is in there? There's like Beatles references there's there's just like tons of stuff in there you just explore it and you talk to people in the game and you read maps and stuff and it's like actually not boring like um i haven't played mother 3 yet but uh whoever's translating the game boy it, advanced one hmm, yeah but the people who are translating it they showed uh like screen caps of how far they were and one picture was the guys were reading a sign that says if you can read this sign you're trampling a bed of flowers that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind nice. of humor that this this game has you know, like they'll 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 give you items that you think are worthless that come. It's almost adventure game logic. It's funny. Yeah, like uh, you can get an egg, and the egg gives you full HP, and you can only buy it for like ten dollars, and that's like nothing in this game. But uh, like after like twenty minutes or so, it'll turn into a baby chicken, and you can't use it anymore. So it gets balanced out. It's like, oh great, I got this all-encompassing healing item that I bought twenty of, but now they're all turned into chickens. <laughs> And what happens when you use them? Uh, just says, the baby chicken made Ness feel happy. Aww. Yeah, like, it's just, it's real, there's no other way for me to explain it besides that it's just funny and quirky. It takes all these RPG stereotypes and just, like, flips them. And, um, let's talk about the battle system. Like, the first thing that happens is you go in and there's all these wonky colors that get, come into these battles. Yeah, it's totally like an acid trip. You go, I mean, yes, you can fight hippies, and you got the you got the Beach Boy hippie music when you're fighting people, but you also got all these crazy hippie colors in the background. Uh huh. Man, that's the battle system's kind of cool because it's a little bit like uh, I keep defaulting to Chrono Trigger anytime I, I say that you can fight enemies before. You know, it's not random encounters. Yeah. But you go go behind enemies and you'll get like another hit, or if they hit you, you'll get they'll get to hit first, which is you know kind of good and bad. But what's really cool is that if you run into an enemy that's much weaker than you are, you automatically win the fight without even going into the screen. So it's very... It's an upgrade from most RPGs. It's it's much more streamlined than stuff that came out at the time. And even now. Like, I don't like uh, going through... Like, I remember when I was talking about Persona, I'm like, yeah. oh, why have guys on the screen that you can... It gives you the illusion of choice when you're fighting things. It's like, oh, you gave me a guy I can see in the hallway, but he blocks my path. What's the point then? Why not just make it a random battle? You know? <laughs> True. God, man. I, no more Persona 3 for me. No more. <laughs> what game? Back to Earthbound. 
Um, so you hit people with bats. That's my synopsis of the game, and it's fun. It's fun. Oh, it can, you know be, what, it can be a little tedious like most RPGs. You know what else is cool is, like, it's just really, I think it's just the setting. Like, you don't use swords, you use baseball bats, and you can equip slingshots, and, uh, you know, like, one of the one of the people gets, like, a rocket launcher that you can use. I mean, you know, like like bottle rockets, you know, kid stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Man, did you, do you remember the, the sesame seed in the desert? The sesame seed? I haven't, I've played this game, you, you've played this game more recently Oh, than man, I yeah. There's a you can, there's a desert in the game and literally there's a NPC that you can talk to that's one pixel uh, pixel small and it's just a black dot in the middle of the desert and it's a sesame seed and it says I am the last black sesame seed in all of the desert. There's a white sesame seed the exact same color as all the as all the uh, the uh, like sand. sand in the desert somewhere out here. If you see him, tell him I said hi, <laughs> and you can actually find that. It's like how oh, did you find geez. me? <laughs> Is that really something that you'd want to do with your time? It's not hard to find. It's, it's just not you need hard to know to where it is. If you know where he is. Exactly. If no you one... have someone else do all your work for you. Uh, do you remember the dungeon that followed you? There was a giant statue that would follow you as a character in your party, and it was a dungeon. Really? You don't remember that at all? I don't remember this. Oh, man. There was just so much quirky stuff in this game. It was just so different. You know? That's why you just got to play it if you don't like... The way that most RPGs are presenting themselves, you know, it's like I guess you gotta save the world at the end. But the way that you get to it is so disconnected from any of the main story that you just have a lot of fun with it. That's true. Man, what what else did you like about the game? What did I like about the game? Basically, its quirkiness. Like I thought, otherwise it could be just as tedious as other RPGs, though. Like you'd still have to level up. Yeah. Like, uh, well, you know, the saving is also you go to, uh, you call up your dad. Yeah, which I is, remember, and he gives you money. Right, which is kind of sad. You don't see, this kid doesn't see his dad the entire game. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad. That last boss battle, though, if nothing else, almost validates the entire game for how random it is. Like, they, uh, can I spoil anything? Yeah, spoil it. All right, well, uh, so you, you've decided that, uh, since... In the future, you know, you're like the destined people who have to save the world. In the future, the uh, the cosmic destroyer Gigas is going to destroy the world and because of his evil. You go into the future before he becomes evil, and but they're like, go into the future? That's crazy. That's impossible. You can't go into the future. We got to turn you into robots before we do that because oh, only inanimate yeah. objects can go to the future. So, okay, let's get this started. <laughs> And then uh, you get to the last boss, and it's just like this swirling torrent of evil with random words. Like one, like uh, they'll say your main character's name over and over again. So it'll be like Ness, 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 Ness. I'm like, oh my god, this is so freaky and creepy. And then um, like the final boss beats you, and you know you're like down to like no other options. How long did it take you to beat that last boss? How long did it take me to actually figure put out the trick together? to it? There's a trick to oh. it because you can't you can't beat the final boss by actually beating it up. What was it that I did? Like you beat up the final boss and then it'll go to its second form and then it's like third form. It's like oh crap, what do I do? He's doing he's KOing all of my guys in one hit and like I'm barely alive now. How long did it take me to put two and two together? <laughs> I may have cheated my way through this part. No, did you? Because I just tried, like, every, everything you're supposed to do. Because I, I think I already knew the answer that, to this. Uh, you already knew the answer, so you automatically went to it? 
Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that's not really cheating, I guess. It kind of ruins the experience, though. It does, though. Yeah, I guess maybe I shouldn't even say what it is. Would that really should, ruin it that much? Should we? I don't know. It's, uh, you know what the thing is? This game was not released in Europe, Australia, any of the other regions besides Japan and America. And when they released this game, they released it with a huge-ass box, an instruction manual, and scratch-and-sniff stickers. They really, really pushed this game. And it didn't sell. So they didn't release it in any other parts of the world. Ugh. And, you know, it's just a shame. A lot of people probably actually haven't played this game. Or the sequel that they're never going to release here. Yeah, I mean, I don't or know. Or the prequel, or the Nintendo game that they had. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, the game in Japan is known as Mother. So there's Mother 1, 2. 2 is Earthbound that came out in America. And yeah. Mother 3 is Mother 3, obviously. I don't know if they would call it Earthbound 2. Anyway, so uh, in 1993, they completely translated Mother for the original Nintendo, but then they were like, well, it's 1993, the Super Nintendo's been out for two years, let's scrap the project. And some guys found, like, completed prototype copies at garage sales, and there's like seven or eight copies of the actual game in rotation, but one of those guys uploaded it to the internet, and this is where we can play the officially translated by Nintendo version really? of the game. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they renamed it uh, Earthbound Zero to, you know, not confuse people, they just put a zero in the title. Okay. But, uh, you know, they actually were going to re uh, release it. And, uh, like, they censored out some things for, like, hospitals. They took out crosses. And uh, they, like, added a run button that wasn't in the original game. They're like, wow, this is actually what they were planning to do, but it never happened. And that's a ma another main reason why, since Earthbound bombed, they're like, okay, screw it. We can't make any money and with this. And, of course, through the this, they scrapped bringing Earthbound uh, Mother 3 into the States. Exactly. And that is such a shame. I can't wait till that translation is done. Because yeah, I actually I played through a bit of that translation. Have you? Yeah. Oh, wait, there was a prototype out? There For was a, a prototype, batch? but it was just there was there was a lot of translation that they hadn't done yet. Yeah, they're almost done. So I had to look up a lot of, a lot of techniques. It's really sad. I mean, people like this really crazy great game. But, uh, like, you, you, do you remember the Masterpiece things in uh, Brawl where you could play a game for, like, a couple of minutes? They took out Earthbound, Yes, right? they purposely took it out. Even, what, did, what other reason for that would there be unless there was either, like, a licensing thing or they just hate the series? They don't want anybody to remember it. Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, there there's has to be, like, Itoi has to be, like, saying, yeah, I don't want any more mention of this game in America. Which is strange, because we're going to get uh, Wii Music coming soon, and that doesn't exactly look like Nintendo's shining example of gaming. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know what it is? Uh, the guy who made the game owns, like, proprietary rights to it. Oh. So, like, it's made by Ape Entertainment, which is a third-party company, or you know, so they're not, like, owned by Nintendo. It's kind of like the Fire Emblem guys. You know, when they put those characters into Brawl, they had to ask permission and had to pay them royalties for certain things. So we're going, we're just going a bit, like, into the... Off, yeah, off I don't know. Road. It's just uh, sad that not as many people can play it. If you find a copy and, you know, if you can download it, you know, on the Wii Virtual Console, if you can actually find a Super Nintendo copy, play it, man. It's just a fun game to, you know, own. So this has been part two of our sexy two-part special. Yeah, this will be uh, the podcast. The podcast? Um, no, the podcast. The podcast? To further screw up the search results for this podcast. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, man. Tune in next week where we will review something. And also further destroy the search results for <laughs> for Google trying to it's find It's not as podcast. though they haven't been able to search for us very well, considering... Hmm, what was that? I don't know. Ah, car went by. Who cares? Rain. 
rain and cars. All right. We'll be talking about rain and cars next week. All right. See ya. See ya. Send us some mail.